0: I like the sound of that. Oh,
1: sorry. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. We're on, by the way. We're on. Cheers.
0: Cheers. 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 Uh, See how we sipped that uh, right after we said cheers a couple of shows ago? said cheers, and then we started talking. I know. We can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. Hey, welcome to Comic Culture, the pop... No. Pop... Let me do that again. Let me just... Welcome to Comic Culture, the podcast that talks about everything.
1: About everything. About Let's talk
0: about science today. <laughs> no, 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 no. Everything about comics. All right. Uh, I'm Walt. I'm Chris. And uh, Chris, now that the warm weather is here. Yes. We've switched over. We've twi- switched to Bia. To Bia. Bia. We have some nice cold beers going. I have, uh, I have a nice car- Danish Pilsner Carlsberg. And I
1: have a, uh, a nice Belgian Stella Artois. Wow. Let's do another Cheer- cheers. Cheers, yeah, cheers, cheers, cheers. The
0: thing about Bia... Other than the fact that you're just renting it, <laughs> is um, it's such a summer drink. I really can't is. have a beer in January, February. No, it's too cold. There's no yeah, and there's no the body isn't craving.
1: No, no. Right? You know what's funny is uh, I'm not much of a beer drinker, but I tell you, after I like finish cutting the lawn or doing work in the yard and stuff like that, a beer tastes fantastic. Because you you're you lawn, that. Chris. I always cut my own lawn. I don't let anybody else cut my lawn. Is that right? That's right. Good for no you. No one mows my lawn. If you know good right. for you, yeah,
0: pal. Good for right. you. Way to make a stand. That's right.
1: That's right. So. Got to weed whack it as much as possible. The trim is so important. Trim. Is Trimming is important. so important.
0: important. Um, and I'm sure it looks lush. It does. It does. It looks good. Trimmed. Uh, trim. Trim. Um, hey. So. I want to talk today on the show. Yes. Did I say that in the right sequence? Uh, sure. Okay. I wanted to talk about today, about the show, about the show on the show, on the show. Um, the big Canadian auction that we uh, had, yeah. So you had uh, that last week. Last week. week. That's
1: yeah. uh, so. Let me let me ask you. So uh, now, okay. First of all, you, you hold this Canadian auction every year, once a well, year.
0: I'd like to try to hold it twice a year. now. Okay, because okay. that was a really good, well traveled auction. Right yeah. now um
1: canadiana auction what does that entail is it just books that are printed in canada
0: well it's actually chris uh canadian pop culture auction canadian pop pop so it's not just comics no we had coins canadian coins Coins. we had coins from 1858 which was like number ones wow that's the first yeah. year canada minted coins. cool oh wow yeah, fantastic so 1857 we were i guess using british
1: Right stuff in right.
0: 1858 even before confederation cool we were doing our stuff we had toys cool so i'm not much of a toy guy but no the guys that set up the toy end of it um it's almost like a canadian price variant in comics right so if you had a star wars with one of those cards what do you call those the, the card backs, the backs, yeah, card yeah, the backs. backs. so if, if you turn to the back and it has french on it right it's canadian. Uh, then that's canadian yeah Uh, Because it has to be, by law, bilingual. Right. And to uh, a collector of Star Wars mint-on-card type thing... Yeah, yeah. The Canadian backs are rarer. Sure. Right? Sure. So just like a Canadian price variant. Fewer of them were made, I'm sure. Fewer of them were made. So that's like a, a stickler for the guys chasing scarcity the completest and and the ones chasing scarcity right uh we had sports cards we had a bunch of great uh rookies of hockey okay yeah yeah Uh, you know canadiana yeah yeah that's good you know and they were all i believe they were all canadians nice so uh rocket rocket richard nice that wasn't a rookie the rest were rookies Including uh, Mario Lemieux, Guy Lafleur. Wait, you
1: you had a Tim Horton card. We had
0: a Tim Horton rookie card. Oh, was that a
1: rookie? Oh, okay. That was nice. cool. That's awesome. Uh, Tim nice. Horton rookie card was cool.
0: Nice. That's nice. Uh, and all your Americans listening out there. Tim Hortons, of course, is the great. Uh, they have uh, Tim Hortons. They do have Tim Hortons in the states, now. In the yeah. states yeah. now. Yeah. States now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Wendy's bought Tim Hortons about for a little while. Yeah, there was, so. a par- I think there was a partnership. No, I don't think they own it anymore. No,
1: there's a company, a company called Restaurant Foods or Restaurant Brands International or okay. something like that that right. owns, owns Tim Hortons now. Okay,
0: yeah. So um, anyway, we had some sports cards, and of course, the main uh, gist of it was comics. Right. You know, right. I, I thought we would talk about the comics part today, so we'll we'll just do a little bit about uh, the Canadiana auction. And, uh, and then I think maybe we'll just kind of branch off into what we think of, you know, um, you know foreign comics. Yeah. But not like Tintin. Right. I'm well, talking about... Well, we'll get into it. Yeah. We'll get into it. Um, we'll get into it. Um, so, yeah. So, there was... So, like, it was well-received, was it? It was fantastic. Good. It was busy. Uh, there were some great prices. Yeah. There was three or four, for the comic end, yeah. three or four thrusts. Right. Or collect or, or collecting strains, if you'd have it. Yeah, there was like the Canadian publishers of the modern age, like Chapter House and mm. stuff. So there were some products from them. Yeah, um, we also had original art in the. Audience. I saw that. That's By fantastic. Canadian artists yeah, that's awesome. And stuff like that. Uh, now you
1: had that, and you had that poster. That's Steranko poster. Yeah, that was cool. That went insane. So that was from the Cosmic Con up in, was it, Ottawa or
0: Montreal? No, or that was York University, York. Toronto. Yeah, that's right, yeah, that's right. Uh, 1972. Now, and I, and I didn't see the end. What did that sell for? That sold for $711, wow. I think, U.S. dollars. That's amazing. Yeah. That was fantastic. That was a great result. Um, and then, um, so the comic side, you have like these modern Canadian publishers. Yeah. But then you had, like, stuff from the 80s, like Canadian price variants. Right, right. I think we had one of the grails of Canadian price variants. I'm not very good at Canadian price Jay is. Right, excellent right. Canadian price variants. Was that Amazing Fantasy 238, uh, the first Hobgoblin. Right, right. Uh, the Canadian price variant of that is one of the very sought hard, after. Hard to get. Yeah. And we only had an 8.5 right. out of 10. But, you know, it's, Still. A, key, it's a key Spider-Man. Yep. And it's Canadian price fair. so that, I forget what it did, but it did very well. That's good. That's good. Um, and then you have stuff, Chris, um, what they call the reprint era, or as Ivan would call it, the FECA era. Okay. Don't ask. Okay. Because I don't know. Right. Um, and that's just stuff from the late 40s into the early 50s that, let's say, Superior Publishing or Bell Features, they would kind of reprint timelies or dc right, or, 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 right. Or, or, or westerns yeah or, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or um and you can tell like the the ink on them isn't as good right and, and, right and, and the offset isn't you know sometimes the color offset is off okay so. okay but they're pretty cool items, yeah absolutely right? and um So that was another thrust, and of course, then there was the. uh, We didn't have very many of them, but we had a few good ones. Of the Canadian Whites, Canadian Whites, or the Weka books, right uh, of the early nineteen forties, right.
1: Now, how Better Comics that was up there?
0: Yeah, that was our anchor book, uh, Better Comics number one. Yeah, which is kind of like um, I don't even know. I don't know if I want to call it the Action Comics uh, of the Canadian era or the. Uh, Carnival of Comics. Right. Because Carnival of Comics in 1933 was like the first comic book. Yeah, yeah. But Action Comics was the first, you know, superhero comic book. This is kind of a combination of both. Right, because it was the
1: first comic book in Canada. First
0: comic book in Canada. And it had like a a character called Iron Man and it was kind of the first superhero of Canada as well. And that thing, Chris, is just super duper ridiculously scarce. I I think... uh, like I'm, I'm in the circle of these guys that uh, know the book, and I yep. think there's less than ten known copies, wow. and, and I think there's only four graded, uh, and that uh, that was great because that set a record price for a Canadian white. That's awesome. That's so awesome. a Canadian cool. white uh, previous record was I think fourteen thousand something. Yep. And this one for over 18000 Wow,
1: that's fantastic. I
0: personally thought it went light. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it, obviously it's still a record. And it's a yep. fantastic yep. price, but it's mm-hmm. a unique book. And uh, that's what I wanted to quickly talk about there. I mean, I mean you collected, uh, well, you were a sports card. Your toys yep. as well. Toys, yeah, yeah, toys, yeah. And, yeah, to- yeah. and um, your, your dad collected cla- sports cards.
1: My dad was a big card collector, yeah.
0: Okay, so your dad was a card collector. So it, in the era where your dad was collecting sports cards, yep, yep. would you say it was still an era where prices were set by the collecting community?
1: Oh yeah, or had it sure. had
0: it exploded out into the general public and investors uh, yet? Um, not well. When
1: when he was really actively collecting, I would say it was just all collectors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later on, like you know, a few. It, it really depended on the card. I mean, you know, your 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 Honus Wagner cards. I mean, yeah. those were always investor cards, right? Those weren't
0: yeah from from ages, right?
1: So I mean, like, those kind of things. He my dad never had. Um, but he was, he was, he started collecting in the late seventies. So he had, you know, a great, he started collecting like, uh, Parkhurst's and, uh, what do you call it? Um, what do you call it? Like, uh, uh, C57s or something like that, Uh where it was like the, really the, the old, old old cards like like you know where like cigarette cards c- almost, almost yeah, yeah like where you like for like, the same era of the first gordy howe and like that right. kind of yeah, stuff yeah, right yeah. real cool stuff yeah so yeah. or they'd have like these series d like these top series d where they'd have these pop-up things and kind of interesting cards but he was so he was collecting all that stuff so when he was collecting that though not there wasn't really a whole lot of interest in it so it was mainly just collectors collectors right,
0: right. so the price and my point is the price is kind of set by the collectors. Right, right, right. right. And the price is, the price is kind of policed by, by the collectors,
1: mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Within a community, right? They trade within a community, yeah. and the price is kind of policed within that community, right? There's right. expectations of what you should pay for something.
1: Right. right. Now, by the time my dad passed away, yeah, uh, it was all investment. Right. It was all right. investment.
0: Like like a Wayne Gretzky fan and a hockey card collector is not paying a million dollars for the PSA 10.0. No, of course not. No. That is a hedge fund or a rich guy yeah, or, yeah. or somebody That's an investment. Uh, looking to maybe get 1.5 million. From right, right,
1: right, for sure. Yeah,
0: this isn't going in their deck in no. their pack. No. And, you know, the same thing you can say for like the old mag- Magic Card community. Our shop was a really heavy Magic yeah, Card shop yeah, in the old yeah. days. And it was interesting to see the dynamics is like when we'd get good cards. You know, uh, I, I didn't know anything about it, but oh, you can't price that over twenty bucks because nobody will pay for more than twenty right, bucks for it. Right, Because it was all about playing, and right, it was all about right. you know, and, and and there was an expectation of it. Sure. Right? So now, you know, you get that black lotus that'll sell for a million dollars. That PSA, absolutely, uh, 10, that's right. right. Yeah, absolutely. So, it, so my my point is on these Canadian whites, I still think because they're so rare, they're so not traded. Yeah. The ninety percent of the stock is held by ten, either individuals or institutions like libraries, university archives. And as you say,
1: because even though it's rare, there's still a you know how many people want it, how much demand is is there out there for it, right?
0: Right, because. The general knowledge of them hasn't, and and the general demand for them hasn't really left the collecting community no, yet. No, that's right. So, and that's why I guess when I say I, I thought um, the the better number one price could have been a lot more. Yep, um, I, I'm looking at it as. Uh, you know, looking at the scarcity of it, looking at the historical significance of it, and then comparing it to, you know, the, you know, like you can buy a, I don't know, I'm making up something, but you can buy something that's super duper common, in, right. in, you know, of American comics right. for that price. You can buy, you know, literally thousands of comics in the American thing that are common. Oh, yeah, for, sure. lower grade for, sure. for that price, right? Yeah. So I go, oh, okay. And, and that just told me that um, the book, isn't known about no in outside of the collecting well
1: and and so that brings up a good point i mean so not only was this book a um it was a canadian published book but it also had canadian characters right Mm -hmm. so i mean that would be like you or i trying to go to i don't know Portugal, right right and and wondering well, why is that book that's from the 1950s worth anything? yeah, because it has characters I don't know about, yeah. and even though it's old, I mean, what does it matter to me right? I know Portugal's a nice country, it's beautiful, but the
0: problem with it is what's no? that way too many Portuguese living. <laughs>
1: You know what? i my my friend uh, John Bitterman would probably agree with you on oh, that. Oh,
0: John Bitterman yeah, yeah, yeah. is he from Lisbon or yeah,
1: I, uh, I don't know. He's some, somewhere in Portugal. Fair
0: enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but the, you know, case in point though, the second biggest uh, item in the auction was the uh, the Sun Girl. That was a great book, and it was a, a Sun Girl. Though it was a reprint of a Marvel right. Sun Girl. Right. right. But it was an eight point oh. It was the highest beautiful, grade of copy. And it book. was and and we were looking at it, and the Sun Girl, the American version of the Sun Girl, eight point yeah, a year, a year and a half, two years ago, whatever it was, was like three thousand dollars, yeah. And in my mind, I'm going, uh oh, you know, this is the Canadian Sun Girl. It's going to get less. Mm-hmm. It's going to get twenty five hundred. Yeah, I was hoping two right? grand, maybe. It, it got eight thousand. I know, but but there was, like you said before, there was recognition of the character. Yeah. And there was that sense of, this is a unique totally. scarcity item. That's it's right. It's the Canadian edition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very rare. I think it might be the only copy like, in, in grade Yeah, anyway. it's awesome. Uh, and so, you know, a, a couple people, a few people decided that they really wanted that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And that helped the price. But that was fantastic. But that, you know, when you look at a reprint of an American thing getting close. Close to what? To what? Uh, the The big, you know, hammer book was.
1: was. But if you think about, like, think about, and I think it's all about, as you say, recognition of characters. If you think about, like, if we had Superman or Spider-Man, maybe not Spider-Man, in, let's say, Superman or Batman in that Better Comics. right. Making it make, make, I don't know, maybe there was some sort of deal with the publishing company to use it as a character, use that character, yeah, sure, right? Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, maybe they're not on the cover, but they're in it. In it, yeah. And all of a sudden, mm. that book skyrockets, right, right? right? And if they're on the cover, well, then it's going to triple.
0: And that's a good point, because the reason why those Canadian <clears throat> books, the Whites, uh, came about was uh, there was a ban on imports because of the war economy right, in Canada. Right. Canada went to war two years before the Americans went to war. Right. And... um so they weren't putting the books. Uh, they weren't allowed. So one of the companies, Anglo American in Toronto, they got around it by redrawing Captain Marvel's. Right. So as long as Canadian artists drew it, yeah, you know, and kind of redid it, It was allowed. So you're right. So even in better, they could have said, "Hey, you know, DC, can we can draw? Who is
1: borrow the yeah, Can we yeah. redraw
0: Batman, and we'll give you a little? Yeah, we'll give you. I'm this. sure back then it wasn't much. No. Right? But uh, yeah, so that was really interesting, and, and it kind of got me to thinking, though, especially that Sun Girl. Yeah, the great result of the Sun Girl. Um, it's a great
1: cover too, by the way, though. Yeah, it was a great fantastic cover. cover.
0: But it's still the Canadian version of the American right, version, right. which an eight O got thirty one hundred dollars. Yeah, That's crazy. So traditionally, when I was growing up collecting comics, there was kind of like an unwritten rule amongst the collecting community. Yeah. The Canadian editions were half the American.
1: Edition. Yeah, yeah, and, and but that's not even that old. I remember buying books off you, you know, 10, 15 years ago, right. where you know it was old, like old. Uh, uh, I think either horror or like jungle comics and stuff like something, that. Yeah, and it was like, ah, oh, well, it's it's Canadian, so it's only you know instead of it being a hundred bucks, it's only fifty. Right. 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 Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, well, I, I like the cover anyway, so I'm still going to buy it.
0: Okay, so let's extend this. So with the advent of you know, in the, in the kind of more modern collecting community over the last 10 years, is, is the rise of the Canadian price variants, right? Uh, like that uh, Spidey 238. I think a couple of the other grails, I believe, are Batman 404 yep. and um, uh, Swamp Thing 37, the first Constantine, right? Yeah. Right, I think those three in really high grade, like 9.8, yeah. are ridiculous. Like I you'd would have think. to pay a million, not a million bucks, but lots you know, of money. thousands yeah. and thousands of dollars to get those, right? Um. So it's like, whoa. That's the Canadian price on them.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and they're demanding more money. Yeah. Uh that Sun Girl was the Canadian edition. Yeah. And it blew the American one out, out, of, the out water. of the water. Yeah. So are we entering into a a, a, a terror Well, you, you know as well as I do, too, Chris, is that the pence copies of the early Marvels. Right. The British ones. British versions. Um they were starting to get close to what the American yeah, copies yeah. were getting. Yeah. So are we entering into a time where... Um,
1: well, you know, I, I know what you're going to say, and I and I think we are, because I think people are looking for more and more niche markets all the time, and anything that we can find that has you know fewer copies of, fewer, uh, greater collectability... Uh, as you as you would use a, you know a scarcity of grade even or anything like yep. that you know um the more scarce something is the more valuable it should be and the more aware we're becoming about all these things uh makes it easier easier for us to find them and then of course there's more there's more uh, what do you call it more recognition and then yeah. these things are going to get even more value more
0: demand, more demand. Which, which makes more value because
1: when i was a kid and i would be buying you know marvel comics if i saw the pence comic yeah
0: i don't want that
1: yeah i don't want that yeah. i don't want the i want the american one or right. like whatever it was right. uh, you know the,
0: that's what it was always like yeah right yeah, yeah. so uh, whereas now it's like okay th- this is the first printing and i don't know maybe somebody listening might might know then i heard a rumor like you know like uh what do you call that um urban legends or whatever you call it yeah um that because they had to get the Pence copies on the planes to get to England. Right, right. They ran the the P, 9Ps first. Oh, interesting. So they had deeper inks on the covers. Oh, interesting. Right, because yeah, yeah, they were right yeah. off the batch while yep, the ink yep. vats They're were... The fir- were, first batch. Yeah, were deep and fresh. I don't know if that's true or not. I've never, you know, you I've not. never... You know, noticed wow! Every single Pence coffee I've seen is such great, vibrant. Yeah. Uh, I, you know I haven't. I haven't it,
1: it would make sense logistically because if you want these books to come out, I mean, I don't think I said I think they still came out later than the North, North American ones. Yeah. But you didn't want them to come out like two months later, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. But I don't know.
0: Maybe the printing process only took a day, so maybe that's. Yeah. A, who knows? Maybe that I don't think that that might not be true, right? Maybe they ran them all off. Yeah. Then again, it couldn't take a day because they're they're running you know, 200,000 copies. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. they can run those in a day. So. Pro- probably not. Yeah, it might no. take a week or two weeks, so they might get the first batch out. Yeah, yeah right, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Interesting. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Um,
1: so- but So so do you think that, like... Now, I belong to a couple of uh, comic book groups, and every once in a while, somebody will post, like, the you know, whatever country they're from, their version of, like, Fantastic Four or something like that. Right. And every once in a while, they'll be, like, the... You know the yeah, I don't know the the you know Fantastic Four Italian version where it has like I don't know something quattro something or, quattro or yeah, magnifico yeah or something uh, like that I don't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to butcher any kind of language here so um, but yeah or like in you know something will be in Spanish or in something will be in I don't know Portuguese or whatever or you know and now it seems like they're 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 you're finding even more and more all the time even like uh, like from like India and things like that, like all different types of yeah, languages, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 So it's just interesting. Now, are those going to become even I more don't scarce, I right? Don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting, because I think those are like, those are just like reprints, right? Whereas, yeah. but then again, the Canadian, the FECA stuff was reprints. Right. right? Like, like I, famously, I remember when I was a younger guy, there was a guy in London, Ontario at a shop, uh I think it was the comic collector, I think. It was probably in the eighties, Chris. And he had an absolutely stunning, I mean, probably today it might be a nine oh, nine two, you yeah, know, yeah. nine four, who knows? It was gorgeous. Batman 47. It's okay. a yellow cover, the origin of Bruce Wayne. Right. You know, uh, where actually I don't think it has, yeah, it technically doesn't have Robin on the cover. No. Because it has a young Bruce Wayne on the cover. Right. Initially you look at it and you think it's Robin. No, but it's, but it's not. young Bruce Wayne. It's young Bruce yeah. Wayne. And um, it was the Canadian edition. Oh, no I forget kidding. I what eh? he wanted. Like yeah, back yeah. then, $100, $200. Yeah. I go, no, I don't want this. It's Canadian Yeah, edition. yeah, yeah. I you know how you know, much so that would be worth now. I know, I know, I know. I love that. If you're
1: listening and you have that book, let us know. Yeah,
0: please give me a... Uh, just... No, don't put your email in the comments. <laughs> then, everybody, <laughs> then everybody will be emailing. Um Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I find, you know how... We talk about collecting and we talk about, uh, same old, same old and everything like that and staidness. Well, it's almost like this, especially over the last five years, I think this kind of, um, um, uh, foreign additions
1: yeah, yeah.
0: is kind of just, you know, perk, perking up a bit and, 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 and it being much more active now, the old, the old, uh, the keys the marvel keys yeah part of that reason chris may be that you know you can't get an american copy anymore right right, right. it's like oh my god uh you know, amazing fantasy 15 you know, i have to pay uh, uh for a 3.0, i have to pay $40,000 yeah, us yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. forget it oh there's a pence copy you know this is years you know, ago i'll pay 10,000 us sure, for that sure sure well now you might be paying 35 for it yeah, i don't know yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea where that's going, but it's definitely much healthier than it was now a now, decade ago.
1: Now, with Canadian copies, like, because there's, so we're, initially we're talking, we're talking about, you know, Weka, mm-hmm. we're talking about books in the 40s, and I guess that's extended into the 50s. Um, Ended in 46. Oh, 40, yeah. really? I the War
0: Measures Act was repealed in 46, Okay, and then Wonder Woman and Batman and because, Superman. But
1: there's still Canadian editions of like EC books and things like but those that. Those are
0: reprints. Remember, the, the the WECA books are original Canadian right, publishers right, publishing only. content. Right. Right, except for uh, uh, Anglos that did a few titles that were just kind of redraws. But once they went defunct, those those companies like Bell Features and Superior yep. Publishing, they were still around. So they started uh, publishing the uh, Canadian uh, versions versions of uh, right, and I think usually with the DC stuff, I from what I read before, they'd leave out like a backup story. Oh, okay, right, okay, you know? yeah, so they'd yeah. Be thinner, yeah, right? Yeah. So like like that Sun Girl, I believe, is nineteen forty eight. Right. I think uh, I think that's a Superior publishing. Thing. Okay. I'm Not sure. I forget, but I don't think it was a Bell Features, but because uh, I think Superior did a whole bunch of the timely stuff. Right. Right um so you know something like that's cool right so Um, have
1: have canadian now so those so those ecs were considered reprints yes okay so i guess what i'm getting at is
0: it's inferior reprints by the way
1: inferior reprints yes so but then there came a time when they weren't considered reprints they're just canadian editions no i mean in comic collecting in general yeah in
0: comic collecting Right. Yeah. 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 That, I guess that's the point we're, we're doing right. Right. Now. right. So, just...
1: so do, you, do we know when did that start? Was that in like the the late seventies, early eighties, where it was just the Canadian
0: editions? I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's unique stuff. Like, there's uh, we had up on that auction. There was a Roy Rogers annual mm. number one, mm. and it it only came out in Canada. Right. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Right. So it was a Canadian edition.
1: But it was uh, only Canadian. But it
0: was only Canadian. But they made Roy
1: Rogers comics in the States.
0: But they didn't have an annual. Yeah, interesting. Right. And famously, uh, those two, you remember the really, you can't even, nobody can afford them anymore. The the, the, the Captain America Annual yeah. and the uh, Marvel Mystery Comics yeah, Annual. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, those two things were in the early 40s. They were Canadian as well. Oh, interesting. And they're just uber, uber rare. Well, yeah. But to your point, uh, I bet you, if I had a 5.5 Marvel Mystery Comic uh, or, or, or Captain America Annual yeah. 132 pager yeah. on that auction, it would have done way better than that. Better, it would have blown, blown, blown the
1: Sun Girl and the Better Comics right, out of the water,
0: right? Because of the character, uh, of the, of the character. Yeah, you're right Yeah, interesting so, so yeah um i don't know i i like the fact i mean above and beyond that our auction did well and stuff like that but there's definitely a lot of interest a lot of activity now i noticed uh, the buyer trend there was a lot of american buyers yeah, yeah. which was really positive yeah, right yeah. which is fantastic so there's a lot of a lot of those canadian books canadian editions they're heading down to the states, right? Yeah, so right. it's just great.
1: Well, you know, I know that even on your on the comic book daily website, um, we a couple of the people that chime in every once in a while. They knew they they're very familiar with the, the Canadian editions and Canadian publishing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Weka books and things like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. but you know, again, it's just probably hard for them to get it, right?
0: Yeah. Well. I remember uh, when we started um, promoting and doing research, it was about seven, eight years ago, on the Canadian, the Weka books and everything yep, like yep. that. I, we talk about that insular collecting community sure. and stuff like that. Uh, I remember a couple of guys in the local area, like the, the Southern Ontario, that were, whoa, what are you doing? You're going to drive the prices up. Right, right. And obviously we have, yep. to a degree, but I still think there's a lot of potential with um, those books. Kind of, they still have to bust out of that. What I think is still an insular collecting base, and, and, and bust open into that investor yeah. milieu, if yeah, you want to yeah, call yeah, it, or yeah. everyone want to say it. Yeah. Ha- they have to be options. They have to be seen as options for potential, you know, right investments, right, right, right. which they're. You know, maybe that better is, is pushing the uh, the envelope now, but up to, up till relatively recently, they 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 haven't. Been, no, for right? sure,
1: for sure. Right. All right, listen, uh, we're running out of time. Okay, uh, but uh, good good conversation about Canadiana, and uh, let us know if you uh, uh, bought any, uh, can, any any of our auctions.
0: Hey, let us know if you have any. If you well, have any. but again, not in the email below. Yes, a separate, 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 email. Yeah, separate. Yeah. Email. Yeah. Just, All right. See everyone next week. And we'll talk to you soon.